For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Sourcebooks. Changing millions of lives book by book. And their awesome How to Catch series. The How to Catch series has titles to match every child's interest. Titles like How to Catch a Unicorn, How to Catch a Dinosaur, How to Catch the Tooth Fairy, and many more. Can you catch all the creatures? Start by supporting our sponsor and catching all the books in the How to Catch series at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hello, reader. We're back for an all-new Reading Bug Adventure. Thank you so much for joining me. Every episode of Reading Bug Adventures is completely original and is written, performed, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independent bookstore in California. As I've mentioned before, we're writing and recording our episodes from home this season, and as a result, things may sound a little bit different than usual. We're recording on microphones in our living room, and all of the people who voiced the many characters in this episode joined us over the internet from their living rooms. It was a lot of fun, but the audio quality may not be as good as if we'd recorded in a studio like normal. Thanks to Zencaster for making at-home and remote recording easy, and thank you to Resonate Recordings for making us sound our very best with expert mixing and mastery. Just like many of your schools, our bookstore is closed right now, but we're continuing to ship care packages and orders from our website, thereadingbug.com. You can order almost any book with us for kids or grown-ups. We're also still shipping our Reading Bug Box subscription boxes, a selection of books and more, perfectly personalized to the unique age, interests, and reading level of the recipient, and delivered right to their doorstep. You can purchase a subscription at readingbugbox.com. Thank you to our sponsors and to each and every one of you for your support. Your help allows us to continue writing new songs and making our podcast even in these uncertain times. A big thank you and hello to our newest patrons. Maxine and her best friend Heidi from Oakland, California, Leo from Brookline, Massachusetts, Aaron and Maya from Brooklyn, New York, Diana and Serena who are listening in California, and to August and Juniper and Maggie and Wesley. You're part of what makes the Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. If you'd like to become a patron and support our work, visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader, it's time to find out where the reading bug will be taking us on our adventure today, don't you think? You do? Great! Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a reading bug adventure! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. Reader, you made it! I sure am happy to see you, and I can't wait for the reading bug to arrive, too. I've got no clue where we'll be adventuring today, but the reading bug does, and she can let us in on the secret when she gets here. You haven't seen her, have you? She should have been here already, but as usual, she seems to be running a little late. Hey, Lauren, Reader, I'm here, I'm here! I'm super sorry that I'm late today. It's just that I was so busy reading that I lost track of the time. (laughs) Get it? Track? Track? Um, no, Reading Bug, I'm afraid I don't get it. Do you, Reader? Oh, but of course, you haven't been reading all these great books like I have. You don't have any idea where we're going on our adventure today, do you? That's right, we're totally in the dark. Was track a hint, Reading Bug? Yes, yes, yes. It sure was, and a pretty good hint if I do say so myself. Oh, I have a feeling you're going to love today's adventure, Lauren. I've been really looking forward to it, and I can't wait to punch your tickets to our next destination. Oh, <laughs> now you're getting me excited too, Reading Bug. Where are we going? Are you going to tell us? Well, I could tell you, but what would be the fun in that? No, I think it's better to have you guess. Don't you, Reader? 
I'll tell you the names of the books in my book bag, and you can guess where we'll be going today, okay? First is the book I was just reading, On the Blue Comet by Rosemary Wells. And then I've also got I'm Fast by Kate and Jim McMullen. Oh, I know! Are we going to outer space again, Reading Bug, on a really fast rocket ship? That's a good guess, Lauren. But no, we're not going back to outer space. Don't you remember how dangerous that adventure was? We almost got stuck on the moon! Here, here's a few more books from my book bag. All Aboard ABC by Doug McGee and Robert Newman, Thea Stilton and the Mystery on the Orient Express, and Chugga Chugga Choo Choo by Kevin Lewis. Chugga Chugga Choo Choo? Hmm, I think I get it. Do you, reader? What makes a Chugga Chugga Choo Choo sound and moves around on a track? A train, right? You're right! And the Orient Express was one of the most famous trains of all time. It ran from Paris, France, to Istanbul, Turkey. So, then we must be going on a train adventure today. Is that right, Reading Bug? Yes, yes, yes! I've been reading all about trains. Big ones and little ones, trains powered by coal, trains powered by steam, and trains powered by electricity. Trains that cross entire countries and other commuter trains that just run across a city. All these books have really got me excited about going on a train adventure with you. Oh, wow, how fun! I love trains, ever since I was a little girl. What train should we ride? Where will it take us? Well, I've been reading about some really special kinds of trains. Trains that take passengers on great long-distance rides over multiple days. These trains are a lot like hotels, except on wheels. They have sleeper cars where passengers can lie down and sleep at night, restaurant cars for eating, lounge cars for relaxing, observation cars for passengers to enjoy the view as they speed by, and sometimes even amenities like barbers, shoe shines, and shopping. Some trains, my favorite trains of course, even have library cars. Oh, how I'd love to ride on one of these long-distance passenger trains. As for which one, though, I'm not sure. There are so many interesting trains and places. Now and in the past, I haven't made up my mind. Which one should we visit? The Orient Express is one of the most famous passenger trains, known for its incredible service. But there are also super-fast bullet trains in Japan, the legendary Super Chief train that ran from California to Illinois, or the Royal Scotsman with incredible views of Scotland. Oh, there are so many of them that it's difficult to choose. Well, which one is your favorite, Reading Bug? My favorite? Oh, that's such a hard question, Lauren. But I guess I'd have to say the 20th Century Limited. It's one of the most famous American trains, and it ran between New York City's Grand Central Station and Chicago, Illinois from the 1930s through the 1960s. Ooh, the 20th Century Limited. What a great name. And what a great train. Why is it your favorite? I love it mostly because of the look of its locomotive. It's unlike any other train I've seen. It was built almost 100 years ago, but even now looks futuristic and sleek. At first, the 20th Century Limited was a steam-powered train. And seeing pictures of the train with huge billows of white steam pouring out of the top, it looks incredible. I can't really explain it. You'll just have to see it for yourself. I guess we will. It sounds like you've decided, Reading Bug. Let's go visit the 20th Century Limited steam train. You're right, Lauren. I have decided. We're going on a steam train adventure today. Back in time to ride the 20th Century Limited. Lauren, reader, are you ready to get started on our adventure? Oh, yes. But wait, before we go, did everyone bring their crayons and paper? Just like the illustrators of the books we read, we'll draw pictures of our adventures so that we can share what we see with our friends and families. And it sounds like this is a really special-looking train, so we'll want to be sure to draw it. Having paper and crayons can be useful for other reasons, too. In Lantern and Sam and the Blue Streak Bandits by Michael Bell, a boy named Henry Shipley was traveling with his mom and his baby sister on a train named the Lake Erie Shoreliner. Henry took a sketchbook on the train, and it came in very handy when his friend went missing. He used his sketchbook to draw pictures of the suspects and to take notes, too. If you don't have your crayons and paper, don't worry. You can pause the adventure and get them now. It sounds like the 20th Century Limited had a pretty long route, all the way from New York to Chicago. So we'll probably be sitting on the train for several hours. 
Before we go, I think we should do some stretching exercises to make sure we're all stretched out before we start our train ride. Great idea, Lauren. Although, I don't think we'll be sitting too much. I want to explore all the cars of the train. Let's all stretch out together, reader. That's it. Stand up, unless you're buckled into your car or cozy in your bed, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect! Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Oh yeah, thanks for those stretches, Lauren. They felt great. It's always a good idea to stretch before you train. <laughs> <laughs> good one, reading bug. Okay then, what are we waiting for? The engine is huffing and chuffing, and it's time to begin our steam train adventure. Magic book bag, we're ready to go. From NYC to Chicago. We're feeling curious, excited, and adventury. So take us back in time to ride the 20th century. Wow, look, reader. The reading bug's magic book bag is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's growing big enough to fit us all inside. And there are pictures and words and stories floating around in there, all from the train books the reading bug brought with her. Look inside, what do you see? I see old fashioned horse-drawn trains on wooden rails, steam powered trains with big white puffs of smoke coming out of the locomotive engine in the front, and sleek modern electric trains moving quickly on tracks made of iron and steel. I see red, yellow, and green electric signals dotting the train tracks, black and white railroad crossing signs, train stations with curved roofs rising high above the platforms where passengers are boarding the trains, and very long freight trains with all different kinds of cars. And floating among all the pictures, I see lots of new and unusual words like monorail, hopper cars, junctions, switches, funiculars, and... Trams! Okay, everybody. Are you ready to jump into the book bag and start our adventure? Great! Hop three times with me, then when I yell, all aboard, we'll hop into the magic book bag together. Ready? One hop, two hops, three hops, all aboard! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Whoa! Here we go, reader. The magic book bag is soaring high up into the sky. Higher and higher and higher. Our houses are getting smaller and smaller as we travel high above them. We're traveling across the United States to New York, I think. And we're traveling back in time, too, see? My watch is going backwards. Hey, look! I see waterways between clusters of large gray-brown and brick-colored buildings sitting on islands below us. And there's bridges that connect the islands to one another and boats sailing in the water all around them. That must be New York City, because look! I see the Statue of Liberty. From up here, it looks pretty small, but it's a very big statue. The podium and the statue are more than 305 feet tall. That's as tall as a 30-story building. The statue is green, and it's the image of a lady, Lady Liberty, who's dressed in robes. She's holding a torch above her head with her right hand, and in her left hand, she's holding a tablet inscribed with Roman numerals for July 4th, 1776, the date of the United States Declaration of Independence from England. Beautiful! I read in Her Left Foot by Dave Eggers that the Statue of Liberty represents the freedom and liberty of the United States democracy. The torch she holds stands for knowledge that enlightens the world. There are also broken chains at her feet that symbolize how the United States broke free from English tyranny. There she goes! Goodbye, Lady Liberty! And now we're heading into New York City, right to Grand Central Station! You're right! Look, reader! It's a gorgeous stone building with ten columns and three arches in the front. 
On the top of the building, there is a very big clock that is surrounded by statues of three Greek gods that represent the virtues of the railroad. Mercury for speed, Hercules for strength, and Minerva for intellect. We're not stopping here, though. The book bag is racing off again, speeding along the train tracks below us and looking for our train. You're right. And there it is! The 20th Century Limited. Look, Lauren. Look, reader. Didn't I tell you it was a magnificent-looking train? Oh, yes. I see it, reading bug. And it is magnificent. There's a giant plume of white steam pouring out the top of the locomotive and trailing over the length of the train cars behind it. The locomotive in front looks like something out of a space adventure or science fiction movie. It's a pretty dull silver color, and it's shaped like a rocket ship lying on its side, with a single large light right in the middle. There's a long, sleek grill at the front with a tiny window for the conductor to see out of the top. The train is traveling quickly and smoothly across the countryside. And we're heading right for it! You're right! Looks like we're about to land! Hopefully the book bag will take us inside the train and not on top or in front of it. Everyone, hold on. There, we've landed. And feel that vibration under us. I think we made it into the train. Mmm, it sure smells good in here. Can you smell that? It smells like warm bread and wood grills and spicy sizzling food. Yes, I sure can. It's making my mouth water. Where are we? Let's hop on out of the book bag and see. Follow me. Oh, wow. Look, it looks like we're in the restaurant, doesn't it, reader? Yes, except it's a very long and narrow restaurant. And if you look out the windows, the scenery is zipping by. A dining car, just like I read about. On either side of the dining car, there's tables with long white tablecloths and chairs and people sitting in them and eating. And just like in a restaurant, a waiter is serving the passengers. And the food he's serving looks and smells delicious. Long-distance trains often have very good restaurants to serve meals to hungry passengers. And the 20th Century Limited was no exception. The train carried some of the most influential, famous, and important people of the day. Actors, business tycoons, and politicians. And the dining car's menu included caviar, filet mignon, and even lobster. Hey, you! How did you get in here? I pride myself on knowing all the passengers on this train, and none of you are passengers. Uh, my apologies, Mr. Wrigley. So sorry for the disruption. I'm very sorry, Miss Davis. We'll get this resolved quickly. Please continue your meal and enjoy another round of drinks on the 20th Century Limited. You, follow me now. Uh-oh. I'm not sure the passengers and crew of this train are happy to see us here, Reading Bug. Now, who are you, stowaways, and what are you doing on my train? Besides disrupting my important passengers' meals, identify yourselves quickly or you'll be turned over to the authorities at our next stop. Oh, no, I'm terribly sorry, sir. We meant no harm. My name is Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug and our reader friend. Using her magic book bag, the Reading Bug takes us on amazing adventures to all of the places that she reads about. And she really wanted to visit the 20th Century Limited today so we could see, in person, how magnificent it is. We've only seen the outside of the train and a bit of the dining car so far, but it really is a beautiful train. Young lady, flattery will get you everywhere. My name is Christopher, and I am the Pullman Conductor on the 20th Century Limited. My crew of porters and I attend to all the passengers on this train, and the train is populated with tycoons, Broadway actors, movie stars, and politicians. We attend to every detail for every passenger, giving each of them the red carpet treatment on our overnight train ride. The 20th Century Limited is a beautiful train, a magnificent ride, and a wonder of technology, and I'm proud to be its conductor. Like I said, I know every passenger on this trip by name. But I don't believe you or any of your friends have purchased tickets for this train ride. Am I right? Well, yes, you're right that we haven't bought tickets. But you do know our names, now that we've told them to you. <laughs> well, you got me there. I suppose I can let you stay. The next stop won't be for another several hours, so I'm not sure I have a choice. Say, how would you like a tour of the train? I love showing her off. But most of the passengers have ridden so many times, they don't want to take a tour anymore. What do you say? We love a tour, Christopher. Okay, then it's settled. Follow me. 
You're not going to believe your eyes. This train is a marvel of modern technology. Modern technology? Say, Christopher, what year is it anyway? What year? Why, it's 1941, of course. What kind of question is that? Come on, you've already seen the dining car, but let me give you a peek into the kitchen galley. The kitchen galley takes up about one-fourth of the dining car. It's smaller than the kitchen in most homes, but it has been designed for maximum efficiency. Next, we'll start our tour heading this way, towards the locomotive. At the very front of the train is the locomotive. It's a steam engine powered by coal. The coal is carried behind the locomotive, and when it burns, it heats the water in the boiler. The hot water produces steam, which powers the turning of the wheels on the train. It's a fast ride, but we're not looking for speed. This train is all about comfort. This train is designed for long-distance travel. That means that we have sleeping cars. Sleeping cars have small cubicles that we call roomettes. Inside each roomette, there is seating for one or two passengers. The sleeper car also has toilets and showers for roomette passengers to use. Our VIP guests will often buy a roomette ticket so they can sleep more comfortably on their overnight trip. But how do we get from the dining car to the sleeping car while the train is moving? I know the answer to that question, Lauren. I read in How Trains Work by Clive Clifford that there are sliding doors at the end of each car. Each door opens onto a covered platform called a vestibule which lets passengers pass between the cars without being exposed to the elements and keeps them from tumbling off the train. Each train car is hitched to the one in front of it and the one behind it, using something called a coupler that allows the train operator to switch the train's configuration, move or remove train cars, or add new cars whenever they need to. That's right, Bug. Why don't you follow me and I'll take you to the sleeper cars to show you what the roomettes look like inside. Passenger trains generally don't have more than 10 cars. That's really different from freight trains that have hundreds of cars. Some freight trains are more than a mile long. Okay, here we are. This is one of our sleeper cars. I'll show you the roomette right over here. Number 10, since it's unoccupied. Neat! I read all about these roomettes, but where would someone sleep in here? Yeah, it's a smallish room with two cushioned seats and some overhead storage for luggage. But there's no bed to sleep on, and that seat couldn't fit someone lying down. Correct. Right now, this is a comfy sitting room where two people can sit for a conversation or to have a tasty breakfast and coffee first thing in the morning. But at night, watch this. Look, the bed pulls down from the wall right over the seats. Cool! Wow! Now that looks like something I could sleep on. Much better. Christopher? Christopher? Ah, uh, I thought that was your voice I heard. I, uh, oh, so sorry. I, I didn't realize this room was taken. Pardon my interruption. No problem, Dr. Hennessy. I was just giving these guests the grand tour. How can I help you, sir? Again, apologies for my interruption. My name is Harvey Hennessy. Dr. Harvey Hennessy, I am on my way to the annual meeting of the Entomological Society of America, which is being held this year in Chicago. What's an entomologist? Oh, Lauren, that's an easy one. Entomologists are scientists who study insects like me. Like you? Who said... Th oh, hello there, little bug. Uh, you're right. That's exactly what an entomologist is. And as an entomologist, I can say that I've never seen a bug like you before. I get that a lot. What are you doing on this train? We're here to see the famous 20th Century Limited. That's right. She's been reading all about trains, and the train books in her book bag brought us here on our adventure today. Books? Yes. She's a reading bug. A reading bug? Fascinating. And what a remarkable specimen. I mean, creature. Uh, uh, a friend. Uh, perhaps we could continue this conversation over dinner. Just the few of us? Christopher, I was hoping I could be seated in the dining car in the next few minutes. I'm famished. Of course, Doctor. I always take care of my regular guests. You know that. 
Just tell Brian in the dining car to seat you at the corner table. There's enough room there for all of you. Thank you. Please join me at my table if you can, once you've finished Christopher's tour. Thank you for the offer, Dr. Hennessy. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Making friends already. It's easy to do on the 20th century. If you follow me this way, I'll show you more. Here is the on-train barbershop where passengers can get a trim on their journey. And over there, secretarial services are available. Just because they're on a train doesn't mean business stops. Many of the moguls on our train need to conduct urgent business while riding with us. What? Closed? Mon Dieu, this is terrible. I simply must send a telegram. Ah, Christophe, mi amour, can you possibly help? Of course I can help. Lauren, reader, reading bug. This is Madame Aurélie Magnifique. She is a world-renowned French designer and a frequent guest on the 20th century. Madame Magnifique, I was just admiring your beautiful red cape. It's covered with pretty black dots. It reminds me of something, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Oui, oui, of course it does. I'm sure that it reminds you of the tiny cochinelet on your shoulder. Ladybug print is the thing this year. In Paris, everyone who is anyone is wearing Ladybug's print scarves, jackets, shoes, and tights, and it will soon be true in New York and Chicago, too. Last year, it was leopard print, but this year, ooh la la, it's red with black dots everywhere, on everything. You are very much a trendsetter, my little friend, and so is your handbag. Handbag? Oh, you mean the Reading Bug's magic book bag. Oui, oui. That beautiful bag with the ladybug dots could make us a fortune. And did you say magic? C'est fantastique. Tell me, what kind of new material is this? And how much will it cost to buy it from you? I'll pay anything. Oh, I'm sorry, this bag is not for sale. It is definitely one of a kind, and we need it. Your interest is flattering, but I'm going to have to politely decline. You will decline? Did you not hear that I would pay anything? Mind my words, if you refuse to work with me, then I will find another way to discover your magic secrets. I promise. And you'll be sorry when I beat you to the stores with my La Cochinelle line of handbags. Reader, did Madame Magnifique just threaten us? I wouldn't worry too much about Aurelie. Her bark is worse than her bite. I'm sure we'll find her happily dining on oysters and wine in just a few minutes. Let's continue the tour. Here's the lounge car. Just look out the windows at the remarkable view of the cityscapes and countryside. After dinner, we have automatic record-changing phonographs playing music for the guests. You should be sure to stop by then. Wow, this is luxurious, isn't it, reader? And crowded. Yes, this is the before-dinner crowd, a popular spot on the train to meet and greet, to see and be seen. Reader, look! There are small sofas and tables scattered around the lounge car, each one full of happy chatting passengers. It's hard to believe we're on a train, except the sofas and tables are bolted to the floor so that they won't slip and slide when the train is moving. And there are large windows so that we can see the sights that we are passing as the train chugs by. Ah, looks like you've got more guests on your world-famous 20th century limited tour. Is that right, Christopher? I've taken the tour a few times myself, haven't I? Always a delight. The name is Maisie, Maisie Mox, and I'm a travel writer for the Chicago Tribune. Can I ask what brings you aboard the 20th Century Limited this evening? Are you famous movie performers, perhaps? Or do you own a booming business? Hi, Maisie. So nice to meet you. I'm Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. I'm afraid we're not as interesting as the movie stars and business moguls on this train. We're adventurers. Yeah. Adventurers and train aficionados. We're here on an adventure together to experience a ride on the famous 20th Century Limited. You see, on each adventure we travel together to the time and place that's in the books I've been reading, which I bring with me here in my magic book bag. Magic book bag? Time travel? 
Surely you can't be serious. Can you imagine the stories I could write if I could travel anywhere, anytime I wanted to? But, but no, such things simply aren't possible, are they? Well, of course they're possible. Oh, no, I, I apologize for this. You're about to meet... Ollie Oops, inventor extraordinaire. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet me, I am sure. As you well know, Maisie dear, I began studying time travel when I read The Time Machine by H.G. Wells as a child. For centuries, people like me have been researching how to use a vehicle or other device to travel forward or backward through time and space. Of course, I've invented other things along the way. The oopsie-daisy, the alley-oops, and who can forget the oops-scoops? But now my considerable brain is exclusively focused on the riddle of time travel. Say, how did we get on this subject anyway? The reading bug was just telling me how she uses her magic book bag to travel wherever she wants an adventure. Isn't that right, reading bug? Well... A bag? I myself have come up with many designs for a time machine, but a bag? I'm not sure how that would work. Uh, unfortunately, despite my inventive genius, I can't find an investor to fund my research. Everyone is a skeptic these days. If only I could show them a working prototype. A time-traveling bag, you say? Sure, we've taken adventures too. No, no, Maisie, Mr. Oops, there's nothing magical about this bag. Of course it can't travel through time and space and take us on adventures. The reading bug has a very active imagination. As she said, she reads a lot of great books. But... Reading bug, I'm not sure we want to share the secrets of our magic book bag with a reporter like Maisie or an inventor like Mr. Oops. They both seem a little too interested, don't you think? I love reading too, reading bug. I'm always reading books that feature exotic locations, planning for my next story, I guess. Are you heading to dinner soon? I'm headed there now. Maybe we can swap suggestions for our favorite books over dinner. That sounds great. We'll see you there. The only thing I love more than talking about books is reading them. Wonderful. And trust me, you're miles and miles more interesting than the stuffy actors and businessmen on this train. See you soon. The dining car, you say? Wonderful. I think I'll join you then, Maisie dear. Oh, great. And that, I'm afraid, is the end of our tour. What did you think? That was, it was amazing. Great. Thank you. Her locomotive shines, steam pours from her stack. Coal is burning, pistons turning, hugging the track. She's the most amazing train that I've ever seen. We're moving now, let's chug along while blowing off steam. Chug, chug. Till it's nice and hot The pistons move when boiling water turns into steam With chugga-chugga, woo! She takes off like a dream Chug-chug, we're riding on the train Chug-chug, over mountains, cross the plain Chug-chug, heavy wheels spinning round Listen as she lets off puffin' chuffin' sounds Chug-chug, we're riding on the train Chug-chug, She lets off puffin', chuffin' sounds Chug, chug, we're riding on the train Chug, chug, through sun or sleet or rain Chug, chug, this locomotive is a dream So come on all aboard and ride the steam train with me It's just like I read A luxury traveling experience on a fast-moving, impeccably designed train So, where next? Are you heading back to the dining car to dine with Dr. Hennessy, or would you like to stay here in the lounge? My tummy is grumbling. Let's grab some dinner. I can still smell it, even from here. Yes, 
And Maisie said she'd be there too, to chat about great books with me. Excellent choice. You will not be disappointed by the meal or the service in our world-class dining car. Right this way. Here we are, back in the dining car. Brian, take excellent care of these passengers, my friends, tonight. But of course, we shall make sure you're treated to the finest of meals. Lauren, reader, look! All these people we met are in the dining car with us. Dr. Hennessy is at the corner table, and Maisie is seated at the table to his right, looking less than thrilled to be eating with Mr. Oops. And Madame Magnifique has a table and a bottle of wine all to herself just over there. Most passengers dine a little later on the 20th century, ma'am, so you should have a very comfortable meal with just a few other passengers this evening. Let's get you seated at the table by the window here. Then, if you want to speak with any of your friends, you can join them at their tables. Thank you, Brian. It'll be nice to put the book bag down for a little bit and sit. I've been carrying it around this whole time. Let's see what's on the menu. Christopher, why don't you join us and you can tell us more about the history of the 20th Century Limited and its passengers. Brian will make sure you're well taken care of. Thanks for indulging my grand tour. But now I'm afraid I need to attend to my other duties and passengers. I'm more than happy to... Hey! My books! They're... they're gone! Oh no, not again. Not again? Yes. Lauren, reader, reading bug... We've had some trouble since the train left the station, I'm afraid. A number of our guests have reported that their books have gone missing. All kinds of books. Travel books, picture books, fantasies, science fiction, mysteries, thrillers, biographies, memoirs. They have all simply vanished. And now it looks like it may have happened again. Ollie, give them back this minute. Those were my favorite books, my prized possessions. How dare you accuse me? Well, who else could it be? I turned around for one minute and now they're gone. I'm insulted. And besides, I only read books about time travel. What need do I have for books about regular travel? Missing books? How awful. Yes, it's a mystery and a stain on my spotless record as Pullman conductor. A mystery? But Reading Bug, reader, maybe we can help. Great idea, Lauren. After all, we solved the mystery of the missing flowers in our garden adventure, didn't we, reader? Let's go talk to Maisie and see what happened. Come on, Ollie. Who else could it be? I know it was you. Give me my books back. Maisie, Maisie, what happened? Your books were taken? Yes, yes, my precious books. I brought them with me so that I could show them to the Reading Bug, and now they're gone. Among them was a copy of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, dedicated to me by my grandmother. And now this buffoon has stolen all of them. I've done no such thing. Mr. Oops, don't worry. We're here to help get to the bottom of this. While you may not be the culprit, you are definitely a suspect. In fact, everyone in this train car is a suspect. If the books were taken here, then one of the passengers in this dining car must have taken them. Reading Bug, you're right. Someone in this car right now must be a book thief. Mr. Oops, Dr. Hennessy, Madame Magnifique, or even Maisie herself must be the one taking the books. Me? But what about Christopher, or Brian, or even you? You said yourself you like to read, and your, your reader friend. You're right. We're all suspects, even though I know that neither the reading bug, our reader friend, nor I was involved. Reading bug, come with me for a minute. Speaking of book thieves, Reading Bug, you'd better go grab your book bag. With a book thief on the loose and nearby, you don't want anyone stealing your precious books. Great idea, Lauren. I'm so excited about getting back to the book I was reading, Thea Stilton and the Mystery on the Orient Express. Maybe reading a train mystery will give me some ideas about how to solve the mystery of burgled books. I can't wait to dive into my book bag. I'll go back to our table and get it, and I'll be sure to keep it with me at all times. At least until the book thief is found. Now, where should we start? Lauren, reader, my book bag, it's gone! Gone? You mean... Yes, gone, vanished, 
disappeared, along with all of the incredible books inside. Oh no, but Reading Bug, that means... That we can't go home unless we solve the mystery and find my book bag. Exactly. The good news is that whoever's stealing the books must be on this train with us. So we'll just need to use our sleuthing skills and figure out who's got your book bag. But the bad news is, once the train stops in Chicago and everyone disembarks, the thief may be gone forever and my book bag with them. You're right. Reader, if we can't solve the mystery before the train stops in Chicago, we may be stuck here for good. I think now is a good time to pause our adventure while we prepare for the difficult detective work in front of us, don't you? The good news is we already have a list of suspects. The book thief has to be on this train. Reader, do you think Ollie Oops might be the one stealing the books from the passengers on this train? Or maybe it was Madame Aurélie Magnifique. She really likes the ladybug print of my book bag. Or Dr. Hennessy, the entomologist. Or it could have been Maisie, the travel writer. Christopher, the conductor. Or even Brian, our waiter. Oh my, we've really got a lot of work to do if we hope to solve this mystery. In just a few minutes, I'll play some music for you to color to. And you can draw pictures of all the amazing things we've done and seen on our adventure so far. What do you think you'll draw today? Maybe you can draw a picture of the magnificent 20th Century Limited chugging down the train track and billowing white plumes of steam. Or maybe you want to draw a picture of all of our suspects in the dining car together. Who knows? Maybe you can solve this mystery before we get back. Thank you for joining the Reading Bug and me on our adventure today, reader. We're going to need your help solving this mystery together. But I know we can do it because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Thank you for your help on our adventure today, reader. I can't wait to see you next time. Who do you think could have stolen the Reading Bug's book bag? If you'd like to read more about trains, you can find a list of all the books in the Reading Bug's book bag at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. The Reading Bug and I will see you next time. Goodbye. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode was sponsored by Sourcebooks and their awesome How to Catch series. Lauren, Lauren, you'll never believe it. Reading Bug, calm down and just wait a minute. I was thanking this episode's sponsor, Sourcebooks. But Lauren, I caught one. Caught one? Caught one what, Reading Bug? I caught a unicorn. <laughs> a unicorn? Reading Bug, really? Stop pulling my leg and let me finish this. <gasps> Whoa! You really did catch a unicorn. But how did you do that? Ha-ha! I've been reading How to Catch a Unicorn by Adam Wallace, of course. That's part of the How to Catch series, right? And you're telling me it really teaches you how to catch a... Yes, yes, yes! What do you think I should read next? Maybe How to Catch a Mermaid or How to Catch a Monster? I'm not sure if you really want to catch a monster reading bug. It looks like the books are pretty good. Oh, they are. Not only are the books super fun, they're educational too. The books inspire kids to use science to build traps and more. With more than one and a half million copies sold, the How to Catch brand entertains and delights kids and parents. I'm thrilled to recommend all of the books. Each book in the series has an activity guide. Plus, there's a scavenger hunt that kids and parents can do at home that features all of the mythical creatures in the How to Catch books. And as a special treat, many of our Reading Bug Box subscribers will receive a copy of the scavenger hunt in their personalized boxes this month. Lauren, I gotta go. I can't wait to catch more creatures. Okay, Reading Bug, have fun. And be sure to let that unicorn go. And Reader, you'll be sure to check out the How to Catch series from our wonderful sponsor, Sourcebooks. Changing millions of lives, book by book. Available at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thank you to Sourcebooks for their support. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. 
Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me and Chloe Savage, and by Brandon Savage, Caitlin Savage, Rob DeCruz, Dan Shern, Shannon Shern, and my nephew, Matthew Shern. Original music was written and performed by me and by Dan and Matthew Shern, and mixing and mastery for this episode was by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. (laughs) 